Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your daily VR investing podcast. Another record-setting day in the markets today. Dow Jones for the first time ever crossing 30,000, hitting it, going above it, and closing above 30,000, closing at 30,046, up a big 454 points, up 1.5% today. Believe it or not, that wasn't even our leader. Rust 2000 continues to surge higher, up 1.9% today. Small caps on a serious run. And yes, that is very good news for the U.S. economy. Uh, again, small caps up 1.9% today. Uh, SP 500, right about the same as the Dow, up 1.6% today at 36.35. Uh, and NASDAQ up 1.3%. Our lagger on the day, but still up 156 points. And uh, I think we had nine sectors hit new all-time highs today. So a lot of strength in this market. Of course, it's also reaching extreme overbought levels. We are seeing some sentiment warning signs that uh, as great as this move higher has been, are flashing caution once we get out of Thanksgiving week. Namely, the fear and greed index today hit 88. Uh, It was 75 yesterday. So everybody is getting bulled up. Everybody's getting bullish. And uh, the last time the Fear Grid Index had a reading of 88 or better was in January, late, uh, early February of, uh, of this year, just before coronavirus insanity struck. And then again, before that, the year before, when the market topped in, uh, it's, uh, I should say 2018, just before the, the China trade war tensions with the U.S. started. So uh, these, are, these are greed readings. Put-call ratio hitting Historical lows, short interest, all-time lows, cash on hand, historical lows. You're seeing, again, a lot of these telltale warning signs, uh, and, and now we're also seeing the worst groups, right? The, the, the groups that have really struggled now for about three years, case in point, energy stocks. Energy stocks now have hit extreme oversold on steroids. They're now at the same levels uh, that they've been at over the last three years where a significant reversal has taken place. So as great as this move is, we are contrarians here, so we're paying attention to the downside risk as well. But today we'll focus on, on the on the upside, and it was a lot to focus on today. Uh, let's take a look at the internals real quick here as well, because, again, the internals just have not let up. They've been nothing but rock solid. Saw again today, NYSE, 4-1 uh, to one positive, uh, advanced decline. NASDAQ, just over uh, two to one positive, up down volume four to one positive. NYSE, Nasdaq, uh, what is that? To two, no, two and a half to one positive. But the real kicker is new fifty-two week highs to lows. Today we had, and this is combined NYSE and Nasdaq, six hundred and thirty-nine stocks hit new fifty-two week highs to just twenty-one hitting new fifty-two week lows. So it is a risk-on environment, and that is an understatement right there. Very good to see. Now, we've got a lot of headwinds here, and uh, one of the ones that we alerted our, our, our clients to today is what's happening not just with the, the political side of things, but what's happening with this uh, increased uh, coronavirus restrictions and lockdowns. Uh, you, have to, you have to imagine. You can see it in all these dim states, the authoritarians. Uh, looking to clamp down on individuals' freedom as much as possible. Again, if you were joining us and listening to us back in oh, about the March timeframe, we started alerting you to the research that so many have found now on the Rockefeller Foundation and the, uh, the, uh, uh, the document that they put together in 2010 called Lockstep. 
where all of these things were, were, were spelled out using a global virus for to totalitarianism. And if you haven't uh, read it, it's a, it's a pretty interesting read. It, it reads like it was written in, in, in March of this year. It looks like it's exactly what we're going through. And again, this was written in 2010. We also have, of course, the election uncertainty in front of us and why most have set, written off Trump's chances and are all are enthusiastically calling uh, Joe Biden, Mr. President-elect. We're not there. We're not, we're not close to it. We don't think this election is, being, is really close to being over here. And we should have evidence of that. If that's the case, we should have rock-solid evidence of that in the near future and would come in three forms. By the way, Alan Dershowitz, the things I'm about to mention to you here, Alan Dershowitz, who is this country's, I think it's a fair statement to say Dershowitz is the country's leading constitutional scholar. Uh, he has said now three or four times in the last few days that, that Trump has a very clear path to winning, but some things have to go his way. And he said that these are winning cases in the Supreme Court. Number one, uh, the way that uh, uh, in, in some counties, and this is not just Pennsylvania, but other states as well, some rules were applied in some counties, some rules were applied in other counties. That is not legal. Matter of fact, that was the core of Bush beating Gore in 2000. That, that single stipulation right there. Of course, we also have maybe even the bigger uh, issue of, of governors acting as kings and uh, passing laws on their own without the state legislature. That's happened in every one of these swing states where they changed the election laws, they changed the ballots, how they were going to be cast, how long they could be cast, and, of course, the mail-in ballot issue as well, without the state legislatures passing these into law. Again, these are serious Supreme Court challenges that Alan Dershowitz says are legal challenges, legal winners, that, as, he, as he calls them. The question is going to be, are there enough votes to make a difference? And that's, that may well be where people like Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood and all these data scientists that are doing the heavy lifting to get to the heart of Dominion uh, voting services and what's happening there with all these uh, very odd anomalies that are occurring in the data, things that honestly can't happen that, that are occurring in all of these swing states. So, again, Al Gore took 37 days to go to the Supreme Court, challenge, used up every legal challenge possible. We're certainly going to give Trump that ability to use as much time as he needs uh, to uh, take this, these legal challenges as far as they will go. And uh, maybe, again, the big issue is what Sidney Powell, Linwood, and that group are working on from the uh, really just the, what looks to be a massively rigged election with um, unbelievable voter fraud. So we'll see how that turns out. I know we're all paying close attention to it. Uh, again, we're not even close to conceding that, uh, that Joe Biden's going to be president. We think it's more likely that he's locked up. Let's take also a look today at our uh, sector watch today of our 11 S&P 500 sectors. We had 10 close higher on the day. No surprise there. Led by energy up 5%. Financials, big day there. Uh, uh, the financials up 3.5% today. Materials up 2.5%. The, the lone loser, really not worth talking about. Real estate was just barely down on the day. We're really going to call this 11 for 11 today. Again, a very strong day. Let's look at our commodity watch today. We had um, gold today with Bitcoin soaring, hitting a new high. 
uh, closing at 19,086 of Bitcoin. It hit 19,400 uh, just about two hours ago, up 3.7%. But that's been a knock on gold. A lot of folks, we saw this last run up, Bitcoin had to near 20,000. People started selling gold late to buy Bitcoin. That marked the top in Bitcoin. We'll see what happens this time. Gold's still holding above its uh, important technical level of $1,800 an ounce, just barely though, closing at $1,804 an ounce today, down $33 an ounce. Silver also lower by $0.39 cents an ounce at 30, excuse me, $23.24. Oil today up $1.82 a barrel. Again, energy's been very strong, although, again, reaching very, very overbought levels uh, today at $44.88 a barrel. That's its highest price since March of this year. And again, Bitcoin, 19086 And finally today, copper. Again, Dr. Coppers, they call it, uh, showing the strength of the global economy uh, copper now trading at a five-year high at $3.31 a pound. Folks, as always, thank you for joining us. Hope you had a great day, even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.